Hey, he's Jake, and I'm Matt. And welcome to Pat's Chat, the UK's best New England Patriots podcast. guys how's it going and welcome to another episode of Pat's Chat. Jake might be joining us uh, he's struggling a little bit but um, I'm not alone I do have someone that's um, very very highly involved in the NFL UK community and is a huge Texans fan himself and I did say that you know these things come along like buses I thought one guest from Aberdeen area was bad enough then I got another and now somehow I managed to get a third in one season in as in as many weeks um almost it's Graham Henderson the Kilted Texan how's it going Graham? I'm doing fine thank you for having us on like oh you're very welcome I can uh, this is a audio only unfortunately for a lot of people but I've got the privilege I can see the the little uh, cow shed that you're sitting in right now uh, with all your memorabilia and stuff yeah uh, it's, it's still growing, still growing anyway. And I see you've got the, the hoodie on for, is it Pick Six Apparel? Yeah, always rocking the guy's gear. They're, they're, they're really good at hooking up the, the UK fans. So, uh, and I, I met a couple of the guys at the Texans game last year, so uh, really nice guys, do good work, and they, they never let me down. So, yep, always uh, Good stuff. Well, I did mention you're the... The Kilted Texan. Um, if nobody's checked out your Twitter yet, which I would urge you to do, I'll let you give that a shout out at the end. But there's a special video on there um, of tickets that you won, isn't there? How did how did that kind of come about a little bit? Uh, well, believe it or not, I had no idea about the whole uh, request on, on Twitter by NFL UK. They were looking for people to suggest like the UK's uh, anyone you know who's like some of the biggest fans in the UK and it was actually my pal uh, Alan Scales he he nominated me through Twitter and being a Colts fan that must have been hard for him to <laughs> you know to do uh, but he, he nominated me and, and NFL UK got in touch with me and they were like oh, send us some pics so I sent them a couple of the early pictures of what it was like and I got quite a positive reaction from them and then they started DMing me and then it went from there um, and they wanted to send up like the film crew to make the video that you've seen. It, it's only like two and a half minutes, maybe three minutes long, but they were here for about three or four hours. <laughs> so you, you can see like the shade, my, my colour shade changing through the video because I'm obviously sweating and knackered. <laughs> from how long it had went on for, you know, wearing all the gear. But yeah, and, and that came about and from the video obviously led to the, the NFL meetup that the that asked me to attend. And I, I can't speak highly enough about NFL UK, how how they organized and looked after and you know, put us up for that event and then well and but but one thing I will say is they managed to keep their cards close to their chest. I had no idea that was coming. Uh, they absolutely yeah. blinded me with that one. Uh, 
So and and then with the whole experience of going out to the Super Bowl was brilliant. Um, and I still am very thankful to this day that they, they chose me to do that. You know, because there is a lot of really dedicated, hard-working NFL UK fans out there in, in mm-hmm. the community. You'll know that yourself. That you, you're probably one of them doing like the, your podcast and stuff. So without guys like you, there's no platform for people like me. You know, so it, it's well, all good. That's uh, nice of you to say, but I, I would I would put me on the the lesser scale um, in comparison to yourself or Claire or uh, I know Stuart does a, a great job uh, with the social media stuff and and uh, there's obviously some of the guys in the Facebook groups and that as well. It takes a a lot of man hours and stuff. Uh, I guess it's we all put in a lot of hours in our own way, really. I suppose, don't we? Yeah, it's all taking time out of your own schedule to to promote something you we've all got a big passion for on on different levels you know like um it's i've seen how big it's gotten uh, where how much different outlets there is now in the time that i've been watching it is 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 wild you know you can get anything you want now yeah you're thick well, long yeah. gone are the days of uh, scraping around in 56k modems, uh, trying to find <laughs> news that is probably about four days out of date or whatever. But the, um... Or watching grainy footage on Channel 4. Yeah, exactly. Um, so speaking of which, how how did you become a, a Texans fan? For me, for people that maybe don't know, the, the, the possible obvious link would be the, the Aberdeen-Houston connection and the oil and stuff like that. But I'm I'm guessing it's... Or might be a bit more ingrained in it, is there? What's the? Uh, there's strong links to that because my in-laws moved out to Houston in early '08 uh, to to work out there, and the, once they'd gotten set up, they, they we were like, "We'll come out once you're set up." So they got and set up in that. So we went over in the November of that year, uh, '08, and they were wanting us to do like the touristy things of Houston and that and one of the things was go to a game you know I, I'd been to the international series the month before it was the the Chargers Saints game okay. at, which I think probably one of the best games that they've had in the international series mm-hmm. so I was that was my first taste of live action but then I went to Houston and we went to a game and went to a tailgate that was organised and oh look I, I was look nothing like I did I do now at a game, you know, I was just baseball cap that was given to me. <laughs> I had a, a white Mario Williams top on and a pair of shorts, you know, total to spot the tourist, you know. <laughs> uh, so we went along and the guy who was running the tailgate that we went to, uh, it was like a corporate kind of tailgate that he was running and, and he come out and everyone was really friendly at it. It was all like free drink and free food and stuff and he said to us he was like oh have you been to a game and we, we, we told him yeah we went to a game last um, month in London at the international game but not we've not seen one stateside and he was like oh, okay yeah, yeah. he goes can we see your tickets so we're like yeah and he was like yeah no so he took our tickets and gave us his ticket okay you know so this was in like the club level where you get waiter service to your seat alright okay you know, and he was like, order whatever you want. It's all in my company. You just go and have a blast. You know, just go and enjoy. And we were playing Sweet. the Ravens. Yeah, I know. So we, we watched the game. We had some beers, had some like food and that. And we, the Ravens smashed us. Uh, it was like 45-13. I think we were like the last people to leave. 
everyone else had already left. <laughs> but we just savoured the whole game. And the guide said, like, come back and see us after and let us know how it went. So we went and seen him. And at this point in time, he now had a DJ playing in his tailgate after the game. And, like, anyone and everyone was stopping just to, to, to have a dance at this guy's tailgate and stuff. And he was like, oh, how, how was it? And we were like, oh, it was absolutely amazing. He's like, well, we we'll want you back. You know, like, just like that Texas welcome of, come on back, you know. Yeah. We want to see you again at another game. And after that, we're like, well, there's a fair chance we're going to be frequent in the area, so let's just go all in on this. So, And since then, I've been and seen them, I think it's 20, 23 times, 24 times I've seen them live now, oh, including the London game last year. But um, And with COVID kicking in this year, obviously, it's been a pain for everyone. I, I was actually... Uh, down to see, I was I was meant to see six games this season, but that's uh, all been. Really? And I was meant to be at this game, this coming game, this Sunday. I was meant to be, I was meant to be at the Patriots game. Yeah. So that's a bit of a a knock in the teeth. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it, it's a bit of a strange time this year, isn't it? Just completely like blown things out the water, so to speak, and we don't even know. If, I mean, I've I have heard uh, that that it's possibly not even coming back next year because they need the X amount of time to set up, like the you know get the schedule all sorted out and get people like things organised and stuff. And you know, with we've obviously got great news that a vaccine's uh, coming as we're uh, recording, mm-hmm. but it's not here yet. And how much of the population is going to be able to? Um, get the vaccine yeah. at a time and stuff like that. So it's it might even have the knock-on effect in next year's um, yeah, games as well. Be, sadly, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be a double blow. You know. Yeah. Um, you just because like when you go over, like I've made quite a good community of friends in the the Texan tailgating community, and mm-hmm. also with the with the franchise. Uh, I would say that uh, I get on real well with Drew Doherty. Like he's ahead of media there. He's a super nice guy. Always got time for you. Um, replies to tweets, questions, emails. You know, he's, he's that kind of guy. And to have someone in this franchise that listens to you at that level is just uh, it's pretty special. So, so when you don't get over to see more than just the team, it's the community of people that you've, you've met. That's quite a hard blow as well. In my uh, I can imagine, yeah. It's... Um... Just, uh, I think everyone's kind of a feeling it. Whether you, you know you're a regular stateside or you're a regular the London games, like there's yeah. just certain things that you uh, you look forward to. Whether it's you know going up the Green Man before or after a game, or yeah. you see the the guys from the National Vintage League have got their stall set up there and uh, that, or you've you know just anything, and everything. There's little bits and pieces. There's almost like so many people go year on year they've got their routines almost sort of thing and the little things that they do whether they meet out up outside the yeah. library or you know they go and watch um neil reynolds and fletch at the the tailgate or they you yeah. know, they like going and getting the autograph hunting thing across the course of the week or yeah whatever it might be it's i think we're all especially this time of year now when as you say it's meant to be on we're all kind of feeling it a wee bit and um I'm not, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but if anyone who listens regularly will be aware that I do stuff, or I write um, bits and bobs for 
the NFL Scotland guys and the, their podcast and the, the website that they've got. So they've got another event um, for Thanksgiving next week. Um, so it's little things like that that's actually myself and probably a lot of Scottish folk <laughs> that's ke- keeping us going as well. That um, Cameron and Paul and the guys that have organised these ke- types of online events as well as yeah. um, you know, it's good that we're kind of keeping in touch in a, in a way, really, isn't it? I think you have to because um, a lot of people really look forward to the international weekends. You know, not everyone's as fortunate as me to be able to go stateside and see my team play as much. So, if, like, your fix of live NFL action is, the, is only at the international series. And for it to be kind of taken away, like, through no fault of your own, and you you might, that community might be your, your favourite community that you spend time with all year and you're really looking forward to it all year and for it to be gone. It's, it's quite a blow for some people, mm. you know. So I, I really am feeling for a lot of the, the UK community who haven't managed to get to do all the things, you know, all your your pre-game rituals of Ram Raid and Sainsbury's, you know, and getting a big <laughs> carry out, you know. <laughs> and then just speaking to anyone who wants to stop and have a chat about the game, a game later on, the late games, the Monday night games, what happened on the Thursday, you know, it just, it's an amazing, like, weekend when you when you do go down. Yeah, so, definitely. If there's anyone, who's, anyone listening who's not been, um, because one reason or another, or, you know, just make a point of going to a London game, because it is completely different to anything you'll go to, regardless of what sport's involved. It's just completely yeah. different. As you say, the, I completely forgot about the Sainsbury's until you just <laughs> mentioned it. That's where I picked up. Uh, I'm outside <laughs> there. We just go in and out. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a lot better than cheaper than paying six quid a pint or whatever it is the, from the actual official tailgate. You just walk in there and get six cans for six quid instead, don't you? Because you never really buy drink. You only rent it because, mm. it, you know, it passes through you just as quick. Exactly. You, know, so you only rent the drink. You never buy it. <laughs> uh, it's a, a, a good uh, terminology and phrase, that one. I'll remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about the, um, obviously, we've got the Patriots have got the Texans this weekend and um we've heard how you got involved to becoming a fan and, and things like that over the years. Have you, is this one of the better teams do you think you've got just now? That's because to me, they're kind of underperforming a wee bit and, you know, Deshaun Watson's being almost wasted effectively because they, you should be performing a lot better than you actually are. Do you think? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of issues going on just now with the Texans and I think it goes all the way up you know, through the through the franchise. We've obviously got a small bit of a, a Patriots blueprint and you'll maybe see that, you mm-hmm. know, how we O'Brien. We've got Jack Easterby who we'd all love to run out with a pitchfork, you know, <laughs> run him out of town. But I think he's got such a hold on the team just now that it's it's not doing us any good. But if you look back at how the team's been built up, you know, we've sacrificed a lot of, like, picking up defensive players to build up the offense. You build it up and then you trade away your like number one receiver. Yeah. Or the league number one receiver for for a pack at Haribo. And it's there's a lot going on. Our de- our defense hasn't been good this year either. You know, if you can't stop anyone and you're expecting your offense pretty much to put up 
40 points a game. I know some of the scores haven't been very high, but that's maybe through blind luck more than anything, you know, because mm. our, our, we're letting everyone run on us for like 200 yards, mm. like every game. You know, like last week, I think there was a duo, what, Kareem Hunt and Chubb both got over 100. Yeah. Derek Henry, probably 200 when he played us. I think he's had three 200 games against us. But if we play them again, don't be surprised to see uh, Derek Henry hitting 300 yards in the game. Mm. Well, it's, it's been that bad. And you can see the frustration in the players. Like JJ, you know, I think he looks like he wants out of town now, which... I wish him all the best. You know, you want to go a contender. We thought we could could have been a contender a couple of years, but it's it's just not worked out. No, it was, so, it, yeah. was, it was almost like you were, you know, two years ago, say that you were like setting, almost going all in, all you know, going for broke. And yeah. then, as you say, you've you've traded away Hopkins, Tunsil's uh, gone as well, and. Um, you get well, Tunzel, we remember we pulled in tons of we all our first round draft picks. Yeah, I no. sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. you've you've yeah. given away all your all your stock to get him in, which yeah. was sort of meant to be the problem to the the line that would help Watson. But then you know, if there's nobody else to help and pick the ball up when he's throwing it, and then you get Johnson who's perennially injured, and you end up yeah. with Duke Johnson and not David Johnson. <laughs> it's, yeah. See, I, I actually think you should just, like, I don't know, cut David or just demote him to, like, three running back, you know. Duke makes more people miss. Mm. Uh, but they ran him into the ground on Sunday, you know, as in, like, they just gave him all the carries. I think they should have given Procise a go. You know, we're at the point now in our season, what harm is it going to do just running these guys that were on the practice squad out? Mm-hmm. It's going to do no harm. We're, we're already you know, in a bad season. So why not just give these guys a go, check out their stock value, and then go from there. Um, it's just a bit frustrating, you know. So as we were just, uh, Graham was just finishing off there, um, moaning about the, the Texans and what a shambles the, the front office are. And um, Jake has managed to join us. Um, how's it going, Jake? Not bad, not bad. I've just been waxing lyrical about Graham's setup and trying to contain my envy, rage, jealousy. Um, it's a weird roller coaster of emotions. I've been on the call for a good 35 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a sight to behold. I said that at the, the top. You know, um, we're privileged that we can actually sit here and look at it um, when everyone else is just listening to us um, ramble on a little bit about Patriots Texans a bit. Yeah, so speaking about Patriots Texans, we've obviously got the game this weekend. Um, so let's get into it. You've, Jake's joined at a perfect time. Um, first, I'll go to you, Graham. What is your thoughts going into this weekend? I, I generally think that the Patriots are going to run out winners. I'm, I'm not going to be that naive to say that, yeah, like, usually I'm like, yeah, Texans are going to smash whoever's in front of them. But I think you probably have the formula to beat us because Cam Newton will be our starting quarterback. And I think he's scored more touchdowns on the, with his feet yep. than he has yep. with his arm. Is that right, Stephen? <laughs> and that's a bad combo for us. 
because people beat us with their feet more than they beat us with their arm. If you, if you understand. So I think the Patriots will run out winners. How big, how close the game will be is another story. Um, I hope it's a close one because they're always better when they're like that, aren't they? Mm, definitely. And, um, that was kind of along the same lines as, as me, but are, are you uh, of a different opinion, Jake, or not? No, I think I think it'll be close. I think we're going to play like hot garbage. That's just my guess because we played quite well last week. So, yeah, uh, I think it's going to be swings and roundabouts and the Texans are going to play it real close and then the Patriots will maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I sound super pessimistic. I'm just kind of bracing myself for the worst and the tut, disappointment tut, tut. and the crippling no, no, rage. No. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that man cave. It's throwing me off. I would have been so optimistic, but I just keep looking at Graham in his little Texan palace there, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I think I think it'll be a closer game than what people probably think, and I think the 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 Texans will be close, and then we'll probably skirt it. I'm happy to be wrong though. More than happy. Where do you think? Or why, why do you think that'll be and where do you think our problems might lie? Um, I think an, an element of complacency. Um, and I just think that, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the Jets because that wasn't that long ago. And when we played the Jets, it was kind of like, oh, we're going to, this is going to be like 35-3 or something. And it was anything but. And I could just see it repeating again, especially because we've been so inconsistent, you know, week in, week out, you know, one week you're like, oh, this is it. We turn the corner and then you get absolutely slapped. So I'm just kind of on, on that basis. If I was a betting man, I'm just going to say you're going to get a closer call than we think. Um, and I, you know, you got to be careful of wounded animals. The Texans are, you know, there's still elements in there. I don't think that this is a trash team and that they're, you know, as bad as the Jets, no. So, yeah, I just think it'll be close. Mm. I, I think our wide receiving core, you know, we've got like a more of a spread out there yeah. now, you know, where before you had like Hawkins, obviously, like the one guy that you would always go to. But now you'll see games when it's all Cooks and then the next game it's all Fuller and then it's all Cobb. It's, it's never really all three. Yeah. And we rely heavily on our tight ends, but because we've got Deshaun back there, we've always got a hope at maybe scoring some points. It's just we leak so much on 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 our defense just now that it, it, it's horrible. It's a horrible feeling knowing that you've 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 forced the other team into like a third and fifteen, and you know they're going to pick up twenty yards. Yeah. You know, every time, and it's like fourth. They've got fourth and sixth, right? We've got them here. We're gonna we're gonna turn the downs down. No, they've got first, right? Okay, I'm 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 going inside. You know, it's 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 that feeling. So I've not had a lot of faith in the defense, and that's been one of our strongest areas for so many years. You know, yeah. going back to the dual trade days, we we're speaking about having Kush and that just before we we started chatting again on here. So to see the defense playing so bad, that's like really stings because I'm like I like the defense. Mm. I'm more of a defense guy, and seeing them being so bad is just 
mm. heartbreaking. So I think it'll be close, but I think yeah, we're, uh, we're uh, you're in good company here then because we're both my, myself and Jake were both defensive guys as well, aren't we? Generally speaking, although um, Jake did play wide receiver at I would say college, but you know uni level. Fine, so yeah. um, although he's placed in the Yes, understanding both. I think I think you have to, you know, to to have a, you know, I think the average fan obviously gravitates towards offense. That's where you know everyone's kind of oh, you know, Odell Beckham caught that ball, you know, that quarterback did, the, you know, Patrick Mahomes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's a lot of excitement there, um, but I think you get such a deeper appreciation for an offense when you understand the inner workings of a defense, and then you actually then probably sway a little bit more towards the defence, in my opinion. I mean, in my, in my opinion, the greatest football player of all time is not Tom Brady. It's, uh, it's LT. It's simple as simple yeah. as. Like, the people had to create positions <laughs> to stop the guy. But, you know, I, I've waxed lyrical about, about him. Um, but I think where there is a difference um, between the two teams is the coaching. Uh, if we were going to go, you know, you got to take one team and it's just on coaching. We're not even going to play the game. I'm taking the Patriots. The the Texans are not in the, the best of spots at the moment. So, you know, maybe that will swing it potentially. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. But, you know, I think what you were saying about your defense is something similar about probably how we feel about ours in terms of, you know, it being a staple. You think back to the boogeyman of... Uh, yesteryear that wasn't even that long ago and then the you know the collapse of that and then now we're coming into this year me and Matt were like right our defense you know that's going to bail out the offense constantly and it's not been that way at all um you know sparks glimmers but nothing nothing sort of substantial yeah, or concrete it's, all, uh, it's coming back round again thankfully that the um Winovich is getting yeah uh, a lot more snaps after being in the doghouse a couple of weeks ago. Um, JC Jackson's picked up five interceptions in, in five games. So I wouldn't put it past him getting another one at the um, weekend coming as well. But overall, well, we are starting to see a bit more of a, a, a sticky, turgid sort of defence rather than, you know, as, as you say, last year the, the boogeymen came out in force and but previous to that, it was kind of quite similar to Texans that it was a, a bend, not break philosophy, sort of, so to speak. That you know, as you're saying, Graham, you know, you would ex- want and expect Brady in the offense to pick up 35, 40 points because you knew that you were giving up anywhere between 25 and 35 on your own side. So to win the game, you were then having to do that sort of thing. Yeah. And- I just, I'm just so disheartening watching it, you know. And like you were saying, like you had the boogeyman and that, and you just know that you're missing fundamental tackles. You know, when you're missing like basic. just wrap the guy. Basic, basic, basic. And that that's coached to them when there's like mm. whippersnappers, man. Pee wee football. You know, yeah. And, and, and that's what we're we seem to be lacking that bite and that kind of tackle and that's what gives up the big games you know you just have to slip the guy slips one tackle and he, and he seems to break a yard hmm. or, or ten but I mean what yeah. in in terms of uh, the Texans and forgive me if we if you guys have already covered it but what right now in terms of your team what are you optimistic about for 
don't know, the rest of the season and, and going into next year, potentially? Is there anything? Well, uh, I can see us maybe picking up like a win here or there. We'll, we'll definitely be on the bottom end of the AFC South. It won't be as bad as the Jags. Thankfully, we've got the two division wins over them. I think most probably the Colts will beat us in both ties that we've still got to play them. But it's not looking good. But then you've got to think to yourself, right, okay, if we can sort out the Jack Easterby situation in the off-season, don't let him have too much of a say in what's going on. You know, he's probably, his whole reputation, maybe scaring off a few potential candidates for head coach or GM. You know, we've got to steady the ship in that and then give ourselves an identity again. Because I feel like we've lost a bit of identity yeah. that we used to have. And I know we're, we're not like the oldest franchise in the league, and uh, but I think we had a... People didn't want to come and play us, our defence, in years past. I don't think a lot of teams have feared the Texans, but if you've got a good quarterback like you do in Deshaun Watson, and you know that the defence is someone that you don't want to play, that's when teams start fearing you, mm. you know, because you can flip the field in two plays on offense and you're going to have to go on like long, prolonged drives to get a touchdown, you know? So that's, we seem to be missing that kind of identity now. And well, it, it must be a hard watch for you guys as well, you know, cause you have come off the glory years and <laughs> like, I've seen a lot of chatter on my timeline on Twitter from like, disgruntled I'll say Patriots fans you know because they're having one bad year out you know having won <laughs> six Super Bowls in how many years mm. and it's like welcome we to my world a few weeks you know? ago <laughs> yeah. it's, when we went through that spell of of losses then you know it was a, a bit tongue-in-cheek and um, but it, we were like this is what it feels like to support a normal team now you know it's just this is what it's going to be like we're going to have yeah. roller coaster seasons and it's going to be up or down for maybe two or three, you know, we've just got to concede that the likes of the, the Chiefs and the Steelers and possibly the Ravens, if Jackson can um, figure himself out again, that, you know, they're the teams at the top of the AFC and, you know, there's teams in the NFC that you wouldn't want to come up against either that are, you know, even if you do get as far as a, a Super Bowl somehow, you, you're more than likely you're not going to win it, but that's just the way it is now for the first year. Well, um, we've both agreed on that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My boss the other day, she was like, "Oh, Jake, did you watch the um, Buccaneers game?" I was like, "I'm, I'm not watching stuff like that." I feel like a scorned <laughs> lover. You know, he's <laughs> he's off with his with his new girlfriend, and I'm, you know, and I'm just kind of sat here like, "Oh, You've been oh, left okay then." Fiesta. And. Uh, Exactly, I'm left with I'm left with the scraps, and uh, and I was like, yeah, no, I've been I've been kind of keeping a, a low profile on that front. I don't want to just brings up bad memories, really. You know, those sort of melancholy and, and everything else. And I was like, you know, the media, you know, they win one, and it's you know they go into a Super Bowl, they lose one, and it's you know, oh, Brady's not even that good of a quarterback. I was like, I can't really stand it, and she was like. Yeah, welcome, welcome to our world. This is this has been every other, you know, every other, um, you know, lit team's um, sort of viewpoint when it came to Brady, the Patriots, the media, and everything else. I was like, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. It's it's a tough pill to swallow, but you know, I think uh, you know, with, with Matt's help, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. 
I, I got I got told a story from one of my, my tailgating pals over in the States that they they go to like all the games, you know, the part of the film text and that and they said that they went to New England for the game and they got off the plane with their like Texans gear on and <laughs> they weren't even really out of the airport and the windows were down on the cars and they were having obscenities shouted at them, you know, for being a Texans fan and and this older guy said to them, Don't worry about them, that's that's the young guys. You know, they've only known success. Yes. He goes, I remember going when you had to wear a paper bag over your head. And he goes, and those days I'll come back around and we'll see how many of these guys are still around For when sure. that happens. But I wouldn't take that too much to heart. And there's, there's always yeah. a bit of truth in that. Yeah, definitely. You know? The Patriots were trash, like looking back over over the years. Yeah, Absolute trash. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah, that was always in the back of my mind that this was going to come to an end. Me and Matt have talked about this being Man United fans, that yeah. we're watching it kind of happen in, in real time and we've kind of been there, done that. I think if, we, if, if this is kind of happening the other way around, it would be a much tougher pill to swallow for me personally. But, you know, you kind of go through that experience and ultimately sport is about cycles. So, you know, success then not so much success and maybe it comes around again maybe you die and you never see it again and especially in this this league you know yeah. where else what other league do you see it cycle around like this you know when you're the worst you get the best you know and if you can if you can build a good front office uh, have really conscientious players who are very good at their job in your roster and sometimes they're more team-based. You know, they won't take a lot of money, mm. so you can get in a, a, a good variety of really good players. And your time will come round again. And then there'll be that time when that team has to break up and you'll have the bad years. And then through the picks and through free agency, you know, you can build up again and you'll have your reign at the top again. So, yeah, like 2012 was probably our chance, you know, before Shaw broke his foot and went down, you know. <laughs> we, we were on for number one in the... In the AFC that season and then we like went on a three game skid I think I could be wrong <laughs> don't fact check man uh, <laughs> just getting Wikipedia we right now. <laughs> yeah we went on a skid in that season and then it, you know that was the one that um, TJ Yates won the first playoff game that we were ever in against the Bengals you know and it went from Schaub you know king of the play action at the time um going to TJ Yates to get us to the Super Bowl and the wheels kind of fell off. Yeah. You know, that, that's when we had like Arian Foster, Andre Johnson, you know, guys like that, you know, JJ, Kush, like all these right, really top class players and that was the season that I think anyone that I spoke to that season was like, yeah, this is our year. Yeah. There was nobody beating us and then that happened and then the wheels just yeah. fell off. I mean, you can look at the... The 49ers has been the most recent example, really. They go from a 4-12 and season to ending up in the Super Bowl, winning it through three quarters and then losing it in the last one. And then look at them this year. They're lucky if they're going to get to 8-8. and eight. So it's exactly why we, yeah. we all love and watch the NFL um, every, this time every year. And yeah. even now, it's as we all know, it's become a, a year-round cycle. It's not you get three months off between February and April before the draft comes around. It's a a year-long 24-7 job for a lot of people now and uh, keeping people like us informed yeah. all the time because we just 
can't get enough of it. You know, it's got to be whether it's through Twitter or Facebook or something. You've got to you waking up to notifications and we need to um, know. You know, your phone yeah. pings fifty times overnight, and the wife saying shut up because you you're trying to get some sleep, so you got to put it on silent or whatever. It's just it's just the way it is now, isn't it? Yeah, completely. I just find it so much more interesting than soccer. Like. I'm sure there's people listening to this podcast going, well, Jake, you just mentioned that you're a Man United fan and that you're on a bit of a downward trend. Um, is that possibly one? Yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be. But, I mean, before the downward trend, I was already, you know, I'd already got the bug because, as you said, Matt, yeah. there's just so much more that goes on. There's so much more, um, or less variance. Because, you you know, we could we could sit here now and sort of predict the top six. And we could have predicted the top six in Premier League football for the last however many years now. Whereas the NFL just is is this drama that just unfolds before your eyes. And, you know, you just don't know. There's so many ramifications and, you know, the draft and who signs who and et cetera, et cetera. It's, it, I just don't think there's anything out there that kind of, you know, scratches so many itches all at the same time. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that completely. Uh, just think how uh, unfortunate we are up in the Scottish Premier League when we're trying to predict who's going to win the league. You know? I'm not going to comment. Um, uh, you know. It's a two-horse race at the best of times, isn't it, Grim? But the, I think this year is the yeah. only year in general and probably most sports, but from what I've I've done, I mean, I've done, I'm the same as Jake. I've just not had the same interest in the Premier League this year as, as years gone by. But yeah. you know, what I have seen, it just seems either through injury or, or COVID, as um, you know, we're all living through right now. Then, as the last I checked, I think it was Sheffield United or whoever it was was uh, no, whoever it was, top of league anyway. It wasn't Liverpool or City. Um, so Hampton, that was the one I was meant. Not Sheffield. Yeah, Hampton's top of league. It's funny, I, I, I've just, I've completely moved away from soccer, really, you know, it just, it just doesn't... Is it this year or just generally? No, no, I've been a couple of years, and I used, I used to play at, like, amateur level and stuff, you know, I've always played football through, like, soccer all, all growing up and stuff, and really, for the past five years, I've just gone further and further away from it, because I feel that this, this sport has got so much more going on. Mm. So much more. And a lot of people who are new to it, I think they really need to give it a go, whether or not you watch Red Zone or something like that, to, to, to bring you up to speed with how it's played. You know, go and watch the best bits. Brilliant. But then once you pick somebody and you get a better understanding, start focusing in on your own games and then you can see, you know, how many times are you now calling, calling uh, penalties and you're picking out the number before the ref is. Exactly. You know, you, you you know who's doing it. You can see it now, you know, and it all adds to it. You know, even when you're in the stands, you know, balling at the ref. Yeah, it was that guy that did it. You know, you, you, you've given the wrong number there. You know, all part of it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, a, the, the whole experience is so much better. And that goes for the international series games, even in person, you know, going to that games and going to seeing them in, in the States. The, the whole day out is just better you know everyone is I've, I've hardly seen any trouble at any of these games and people are like I'm on the fireball <laughs> at like 9 o'clock in the morning 
when I'm still getting you know, to, to be fair, I don't know why I reacted like when I went to Foxborough. We were, oh God, I was I was chugging beers with some some college some college guys, and I think it was like half eight in the morning. I was like, "Yeah, yeah. you got to do it. You got to do it. This is how we do it, man." And I'm like, "This is how we do it." It's, like, it's two yeah. hours to Foxborough. <laughs> yeah, like we were, we were at a game. Um, my cousin was over with us, and it was the Texans Titans game. It was 2014 when Fitzpatrick threw. I think it was five or six touchdowns and he threw one to JJ. Yeah. We were at that game yeah. and we, we hammered the Titans and my cousin, he's wearing all his Titans gear and stuff. And we went out back into the, the tailgate outside and this, this Texans fan, this, this woman come up to him and she's like pointing her finger at him. She's in his face and, you know, she's booing him like, boo, for like 10 minutes. And then she goes, you want a beer? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And she went and she went all the way to her tailgate and come back with a beer for him, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're nah, completely. You don't get that kind of such a community. No, you get bottled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should have done that and then bottled it. Yeah, I'll get you a beer. I'll get you a beer. I'm still full. The <laughs> GBH, GBH is a tailgate. Yeah. Um, like I would suggest to you guys, if you're ever going to a game. Definitely, you you've obviously been to the, the Patriots, seen the Patriots live. No, Matt, unfortunately you, not. Been over uh, money and life has dictated otherwise. Yeah, th- th- yeah. Th- there's all these things, factors in the way. But if you ever get over, um, I would definitely go to your own team first. But like I've started going to some other teams now. Like I was, uh, I've been to Nashville a couple of times to see the. the the Titans games with like the Texans playing them also went at Titans Bengals but then we went to like and watched them in Tampa and, and it's good to see how other teams do it yeah you know it's really interesting but I would say if you're ever going to a game and the Patriots are playing the Texans down in NRG honestly go down um the tailgating down there is unbelievable it's it's wild it starts early you know, I, I stay in a hotel across the road and those guys are queuing up at like five o'clock, four o'clock, three o'clock. They're on they're on the highway, they're on the freeway, <laughs> queuing up to get into tailgate. Jeez. Stupid o'clock in the morning. And all the smokers are going and all the barbecues are going. Well I can um, think of it as Vince Wilfolk in them dungarees. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favourite ex Patriots players yeah. as well. Oh, that was a funny hard knocks. The hard knocks for for the Texans that year was really good. I thought that was a uh, really interesting. Um, just the the bit when I think it was him and JJ going eat eat um, eating that southern yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. It looked real good. Yeah, they went to a restaurant. All the players didn't they? Mm. That I think that was Killen's Barbecue House. That's down in Pearland, I think. It's it's really nice. I've been to that one. I only went because they've been. <laughs> but all the all the players in that signed the wall. There's like a post, oh, cool. and they've all signed it. Oh wow! So you know who's you know who's been in. Yeah, there's there's one at, there's one at Foxborough. There's a there's a I don't know an ASDA basically. There's an ASDA right next to the stadium, and they've got signed, you know, much like your uh, your background, just loads and loads of signed jerseys in this like yeah. grocery store. Um, which is which is pretty cool. And then we bought loads and loads of um, boxed wine, which tastes like. Don't ever buy boxed wine. No, if, if wine is in a box, this. oh, dude, that was the, the Americans can't. Good loving chloride. 
Huh? Sure, it wasn't Clorox or something. It might have just been bleach, <laughs> to be honest. It's almost like the um, there's. Uh, um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, Graham. There's a Indian in Glasgow that the a lot of the celebrities have gone to, but this is like not on the same level as what you're speaking about. Well, in, in my eyes anyway, you know, it's the likes of Ali McCoyst and Frank <laughs> McAvenny turning up rather than JJ and Vince Wilfark. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Aye, and yeah. eating their own body with uh, brisket. Uh, Indian in Glasgow, the guy yeah. who owns it, he's, you know, cheesy picture standing next to every celebrity that comes in. Yeah. They're, just, yeah. they're all over the walls. And they're, they're, they, he has had other people, obviously, you know, the celebrities are doing theatre or they're in town and Gerard Butler's yeah. an obvious one or um I think I maybe saw like De Niro or something like that might have been one of the most famous ones there, but it's same but just not on the same scale unfortunately. <laughs> different different yeah, strokes exactly. to different folks. Like I've I've been so lucky as a Texans fan, you know, I'm not going to take anything for granted. You know, I don't know how many more games I'll get to go to. You know, you don't know what life's going to hit you with. But when I look back, I can, I think I've been so, so lucky as a Texans fan. Like some of the things I've witnessed, you know, like seeing a JJ catch in his MVP year, mm. he should have got mm-hmm. instead of Rodgers that year. Um, I, I was at Andre Johnson's um, jacket game when they retired him like as a Texan and they put him in the ring of honour he's like first name in the ring of honour yeah. you know, we were at the game after uh, Mr McNair died and then we were at the game when they put him in the ring of honour it's all just chance eh? it's pure chance how many have you been None to which is I I think it's about 23 Jesus oh, well 22 yeah. 22 in the States damn um, in the Texans game last year um, but like the whole kilted Texan thing, when you, you've seen that, have you seen that the game when I've got the I've got the the logo on the kilt? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, I wrote to the Texans and asked for permission to do that, and I got uh, I got an email back from them saying, yeah, we're totally oh, okay nice. using our logo, <laughs> uh, but keep us in the loop. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? so we'll figure it out. Well, we figured out a way to do it, and we sent them pictures of it when we were done, and they put it on their Facebook page at the time, Yeah. and then they were like, right, next time you're over, let us know you're coming. So I did, and one of their representatives, um, Sybil, her name was, met us outside the ground, and she was like, you've got two choices. You can go and tailgate with everyone today, or you can come with me and put this wristbands on, and you can stand outside the locker room when the players come out to go down the tunnel Amazing. for the announcements, you know, when the player yeah. announcements. So we were like, uh, open tunnel, please. <laughs> so we went down the tunnel, and it was honestly, the, if you've ever got up close to some of these guys, they are absolutely massive. Mm-hmm. It's it's not even close to like normal human being size. So like like wide receivers not come out, running backs come out, and you're like, yeah, these guys aren't that big. You know, they've got their cleats on. You know, they're a little bit taller. And then like the offensive line come out. And it's like eclipsing any light that's in the tunnel. The smell of these, brisket fills the air. Yeah, these huge guys just come. You feel the ground shaking. It's like that Jurassic Park moment. Everyone's looking at the glass of water. Yeah. You know, trembles and that. And 
so I've been lucky enough to be that close up to like the JJ and that. So it's I've been so lucky over the years, and like I've had a few on field passes, and like I've had a few of the players sign some of my gear oh, right yeah. at the side of the pitch. Yeah, and if you've seen my vid- like you see my video, and it was like Mohammed Sanu was one mm-hmm. of the guys That's on the right. stage, and it gave me the tickets. One of my biggest things I wish I'd done was make more noise because we were at the game when we played Atlanta and we dropped the 50 burger on them. He was warming up right beside us and I was sure I went, Sanu, Ken, because I had the horns and everything. Yeah. I was, remember me? You know, and I was t- Ken, trying to get him over, but he was so focused. I was like, I'm not getting in that man's way. He'll probably like, I'll be like, Sanu, and he'll throw him out of the stadium, you know, through the roof. <laughs> you know, like, he, he, he was focused for that game and it, it didn't work out for him, but some of the players are so cool like some of the people that I, I, I know like they, they bring in heaps of like college gear because they say that you're more likely to get the players to sign college gear than you are yeah they're big sign, now. Like, you know, representing who they went to yeah because they'll, they'll only ever play for that college yeah so like I was shouting at Andre Johnson you know because he's a coach and I had like the Miami helmet and I'm like Andre and he and he gave us the old finger wag like no I'm too busy today. <laughs> I'm like okay can he wag his finger at me did you see that <laughs> no it's it's yeah, definitely so one I've of the things that I find I can't remember who it was that last year year before I think it was one of the Chargers and every time they played away the specific player whose name I forget actually made a beeline for basically the youngest kid that was standing, you know, three hours to kick off, he's out doing a little warm-up, makes a beeline for a kid, it's an away game, but he's standing there in the Chargers top, and Chargers gear, and goes, right, you, come here, and down you come, and get him to the sideline, and throw a couple of passes to him, and, you know, you've just made a kid's day, but you, you try and, do, oh, you, totally. you know, you, you go to Pataudry or wherever, um Old Trafford or something like that, and you you know you try and shout in a player or get attention or something, and it's just a, a blank stare straight through you, nothing, uh, you know nothing doing sort of thing, and it's just the complete difference between the involvement and interaction between fans and players that again makes it completely unique and, and special. Yeah, it's a it's the, the amount they put back into mm. their communities as well, you know as unbelievable you know they might not have grown up in that city or had any affiliation with that city until they signed for that team but the amount of work they put into to better people's lives as well that's a that's a side that i'm really enjoy looking into Mm. the players is how yeah it's it's an amazing how how much some of the players take out their own their own time to to better the area around them you know yeah, I said that in that summer that, uh, New England would miss uh, Van Noy when he left because um, I know a lot of players do various things into it, but what stuck out with him was that you know he got I can't remember is a hundred kids or something and he he laid them laid beds out on yeah. the on the the turf at Gillette and had school bags with school supplies and everything waiting for them because I mean you forget that not everyone. As, as privileged as as we are, regardless of, you know, we've all got jobs and own our own places and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, 
it's nice to see that that and that's Van Noy, who's no, no nothing to do with New England previously, and he comes in. But in, I dare say he does the similar in Miami as well. Yeah, and that you know, some of that kids might be on a bad path until that moment, and it can turn turn people around. You know, just that kind of gesture. I just think there's so much more to the league than just the the big hits, the big plays, and that. And that's what also keeps me engaged with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like that side of it. So circling background, then I think yeah. uh, we've probably still. It's a, it's a, it's interesting for me, and I'm sure it's for Jake. But some, some people, uh, I'm sure, so everyone wants to listen to more stories uh, from Graham. So we can always, uh, maybe, if time allows, get you back on next week, and we can go through the guts of the game. Uh, for the actual game itself, um, you know, we've kind of spoken about it already, and you, you think the Patriots will win? Do you think, what kind of scoreline are you, you think you're looking at? Um, I'm thinking it's going to be something like, uh, like a 21-14 or 21-17 to the Patriots. You know, I think, uh, I, I think you're going to be scoring touchdowns and not field goals. But I think we'll have to rely on Fairbairn to get us some sort of points in there. So I think that's going to be you're, you're going to get in the twenties. But I think we're going to kind of stay with you for part of it, and then I think. I think you'll win it. Like twenty, I'm going to say twenty-one seventeen. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I could see something similar. Maybe like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm never good at when it comes down to like a specific <laughs> score because yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really bad at math, so I'm like still field goal plus a touchdown, missed point, extra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think I think something similar to, to Grant. I think that's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good shout. Um, I think maybe maybe a few more for both sides potentially, but otherwise, yeah, pretty pretty close for most of it. And then, yeah, we'll sort of see how squeaky bum time well, it I'm, gets. Uh, I'm just in the midst of writing the preview for NFLScotland.com, and I think from we've always got to give predictions to see how close it is to the actual result. Um, come Monday, Tuesday, depend on when the the game is. Um, so uh, I'm looking somewhere along the the lines of the Chargers and Dolphins game from last week. I think we can get up a a couple of scores early, and so it's almost similar to the Ravens one from Monday night as well. That if we can get up a couple of scores early, then we can, on you know, clock manage and game manage and and keep you at arm's length. But if if you look back at the box score, uh, I'm looking at somewhere like you know 29.30 to 21 something like that sort of thing within a, a similar free frame of points as you guys just that slightly bit higher so you look and go oh the Texans were so unlucky they were within a score but and in, in the actual you know if you watch the game then it was just kept you at arm's length the whole time that's kind of what I'm thinking so I think as yeah. you were saying earlier Graham that um, I would expect after last week's game, certainly with the Ravens, that Damien Harris will get another run out to try and chalk up a lot of yardage and um, probably looking Whoop. at 100 plus for him, maybe. Um, Chase Winovich is the other one I mentioned. Josh Uche got a sack last week. I would expect them to uh, try and get their tandem up a bit more and hopefully get a couple of sacks on Watson. But, um, you yeah, know, it's 
as the case may be every single week it's it's a watch the space thing and any given Sunday I mean we, we all could have predicted a, a trouncing for the Jags last week and they hung, here, hung in there like a, a dog with a bone that just wouldn't have let it go so uh, anything's possible but yeah that's the that's what I'm looking at for the weekend somewhere around 28 21 to the Patriots probably So with that being said, um, I'd like to thank you, Graham, for your time this evening as we're recording. It's uh, um, been a pleasure to regale in some stories and, and things with you. But before I let you go, um, I urge anyone to check out Graham's um, Twitter and um, see what he's all about. And you know, you're always up for a, a laugh and a, a bit of a, a bounce with some of the uh, opposite fans as you were saying earlier on so if anyone wants to chat to you about the game or just the NFL in general whereabouts can they find you uh, I just work on Twitter and my handle is at the one handle with underscores in between all the, all the wet words there so yeah you can find me on there or you can't find me on at Texans UK because maybe not a lot of people know that but that's also me on the Texans UK Twitter He's page. everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's only because I adopted it a few years ago. Um, I, I inherited it from a person who had gotten fed up running it, so I took it over a few years back. And I just quietly do stuff on there. I'm more uh, <laughs> obscene on my one. It's less official on yours. <laughs> keep your personal opinion your own. Yeah, just be the... Just be the um, moderator on your on the, on the UK site, but just let it rip on your own one. But yeah, if you want to come and check them out, please do. I like having bands with people, and uh, I try and chat to as many people and get back to as many people as I can. Uh, not that I'm off the hook with stuff, but if you want to strike up a combo with me, I'll I'll be engaged with it. So yeah, look forward to anyone who wants to come and check it out. And thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure speaking football and having a laugh and a bit of banter. And, telling stories old war stories well that's it that's what it's all about especially in these times when we can't all sit in the same room or same pub and have a pint over it we've got to do it over these digital means instead and uh, yeah thanks again Graham for for your time and efforts this evening that wraps up this episode of Pat's Chat but before we go just the usual um, housekeeping if you want to get in touch with us it's at Pat's Chat UK that's on Instagram and Twitter you can get myself at Matt Inkster and Jake. You'll find him at Jake Paul Design. And as I've mentioned as well, NFL Scotland, NFLScotland.com is where you'll find my written articles for previews and reviews of the AFC East's games um, coming up um, each and every week. And that's it for another episode, folks. Until after the weekend, and we'll see if our predictions are right or wrong. And we'll speak to you soon. <laughs>